Hello and welcome to Meet Our Makers, an artist interview podcast produced in association with Beats Per Minute. I'm your host, Jeremy J. Fassett. In this episode, we get to meet A.C. Newman. A.C. Newman, otherwise known as Carl Newman, is the lead singer and songwriter of Canadian indie rock supergroup The New Pornographers. In this chat, Carl and I discuss a lot about their newest record, their ninth album overall, Continue as a Guest. And we talk about how the past few years weighed in on this new record, even though Carl kind of like didn't want it to. It was kind of inescapable. We talk about his aspirations for the band, what they were, what they are now, have those changed at all, and kind of his aspirations for life in general as a working musician in this ever-changing atmosphere. We talk about a little bit more, too. It's a really good talk. If you were a fan of the album or any New Pornographer's album, I think you'll really get a lot out of this. I just want to say really quick before we start, uh, I just want to remind you that Meet Our Makers is now on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash meetourmakers, you can, for a very small monthly uh, donation, become a patron of the show, help me out a little bit, and also get a chance to submit some questions for future interviews. Maybe you have something you've always wanted to know from someone that I'm about to chat with. You can send it along if you're a patron. In the future, there will be better perks, but that relies on you guys joining me continue to do what I love to do with this show. So patreon.com slash meetourmakers. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy. This is me meeting A.C. Newman of The New Pornographers. I've done a few interviews on video where at the end I found out it was just for audio and I was like, why did you have me on video? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, see, I don't want that to happen. And I never post the video anyway. So I think that could be why some people are weary. But yeah, this is a this is strictly an audio podcast. So it's also it's also kind of it's also kind of confusing if you're doing it on audio. If it's only audio, but you're you're experience it, experiencing it as video, then it makes you communicate in a different way. You True. know, True. Like if you're, you know, because you might use a, a hand gesture to say something. <laughs> so maybe for the benefit of listeners, I should just keep it no video. <laughs> yeah. So they're on the same playing field. I'll I'll have to describe what I'm doing. Okay. Yes, please do. Please describe yeah. your, your gestures. All right. Well, Carl, uh, Carl, Carl grows bored and begins texting, that kind of thing. <laughs> that is true. You know, I think I do think about that sometimes when I do these because I can't see you guys usually because most people don't want the camera on. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is the person doing right now? Um, but yeah. Anyway. anyway uh Thank you so much for 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 hanging out for a little bit today. I appreciate it. <clears throat> oh, no problem. I'm excited to kind of get into this album. Uh, we should mention right off the top, the new new pornographer's record, Continue as a Guest, is out now. Um, yeah. As of almost a week ago. So I very often speak with people as the album's about to come out. It's It's less common that I speak with them right after the album has come out so now i'm kind of curious how you're feeling now that it's out that it's officially just out in the world i don't know you know i 
I try not to think about it. Hmm. I I I I just don't concern myself with it. It's uh you know, it doesn't really it's a, it's a, it's a weird feeling finally working on something and having everybody hear it. Mm-hmm. Um I just kind of let it be. You know, I don't um I I think I used to be a lot more concerned about it. Maybe I'm just uh Maybe I'm just older and wiser, you know. <laughs> I think, I think what's 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 the point? What, what what's what's the point of reading about myself? You know, what's what's yeah. Um, yeah. I I I don't know. I try to be zen about it. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I mean. I. I mean. I think. I. I think the fact. It, I mean, it means a lot to me, and so I think that's why I think I. I guess I'm a little guarded about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I think, I think I, you know, it makes you feel a little bit naked mm-hmm. uh, when you, when you make a record and you put it out there. So I think, I think, yeah, in a way, just to protect myself, I think, yeah, just who cares what people <laughs> say? Uh, you, let it, you, let it, let it be, let it be what it is, yeah. you know, like, um, so you just put it out. It's like you you, you put it out and then you run. You're like, here, here you go, guys. I'm going this way. I, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't run, but you know, I, I just I just kind of go about my regular day. Right. You know, uh, it's like it's like when it's your birthday, mm-hmm. you can you can you, you can run around telling everybody it's your birthday, and or you can just have another day. <laughs> and some people will say happy, and some people will say happy birthday, and you'll go thank you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember that the day the day the album came out, my wife said we should get we should get we should go we should get some nice takeout because it's your album release day. And I thought that sounds fair. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 get some Cuban food. That sounds good. Otherwise, relatively normal day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is the ninth new pornographer's record. Um, you know, you guys have been on the scene for quite a while now um you must at some point i feel like maybe you yeah you just like learn a new strategy to this whole this whole machine whatever you want to call it um well you know i i think i I mean we've been we've kind of been in whatever the indie rock the indie rock limelight whatever you call it Mm-hmm. We've we've been in we've been in the indie public eye for like over twenty years now, you know. Yeah. So, I I don't expect anybody to think we're the cool new band, you know. <laughs> like like it was it was fun to be the cool new band for a few years, um, but you know now now we're that band and we're still around, you know. And I hope like people just like what we're doing, you know. It 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 just it just changes, you know. Um, yeah. You know, and and I feel I feel happy that there are still people there, you know, to that that like us, you know. Um, but we're but we're still one of those bands who kind of has to work, you know. Like yeah. we haven't we, we have we haven't we haven't crossed over into into the we will love them forever and they can do no wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> like only like only a few bands get to be in that rarefied air. Someone like dylan or radiohead you know right it's uh we're we're like in that we're like in the rock and roll middle class where you know we're well we're well thought of and and everything but you know we're still 
yeah, we're still working musicians, you know, we're still, you know, it's, it's, it's weird to be having doing it so long. And I feel like I can't, I can't rest on my laurels, you know, like I'm like, I'm not allowed to, Mm. you know, I can't like, I can't, I can't say, yeah, I'm not putting out any more records because no, that's what I do. I need to have a job. Yeah. Is that even an aspiration of yours? Like a concern of yours? No, it's, it's not. Um, I think I'll, I'll I'll always want to make music, but um, I, it would be nice to, to be slightly outside of just the rat race of the business, you yeah. know, um, like I, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be a, a person who has to tour all the time, you know, because, you know, I have, I have a, I have a son, you know, I don't want to be away from him all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like, I like, you know, and I've been pretty spoiled through the years. I have to admit, like I've, I've been able to, I haven't had to tour that much. I've, I've been able to spend a lot of time at home, you know, not, I'm not out on the road nearly as much as other musicians are. And I've, I've very much appreciated that. Cause I like, you know, I like being a normal person. Yeah. That's all, that's all I want. That's all I want. It's just to be, to be a normal person. I, I always think of that. Uh, I always think of that Kurt Vonnegut quote where he says, we were put on this world to fart around and don't let anybody else tell you any different. <laughs> and, and I, and I think, yeah, like maybe, maybe I'm very spoiled, but yeah, that's, that's all I want to do. I want to, I want to make my music and I want to, I want to hang around with my family and I want to fart around. Like yeah. that's, that's my, that's, that's, that's my aspiration, you know? And I want to, yeah. I want a nice, I want a nice little place to fart around in and, and some food to eat, some food to eat once I'm done farting around. and. You know, I don't really need, I don't really need fame and stardom and a massive amount of money. Yeah. Do you think that was ever a concern of yours when, with, with the new pornographers? What, what you mean like fame and money? Well, not necessarily fame and money, but just like, what, was it always sort of your mentality with this group and with making music that that is what you wanted to do? You just wanted to make music and then sort of live your regular life. Yeah, I think I think I think it always has been. Um and I and I think it it it's always kind of made sense because of the nature of the band, you know, mm-hmm. because just the way we were always so like, oh, Dan's kind of in the band, but he's kind of not in the <laughs> band. Like like Nick like Nico's in the band, but she's she's doing her own thing. So we can't she's not gonna tour with us on this tour. So the, there's always been um I don't know, like the I, I don't it's hard, hard 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 to explain but uh <laughs> i i think i think i i felt like there was there was an element of the band that i don't have any control over so i thought the only thing i can re- i really have control over is just to try and make what i think are good records yeah you know or interesting records and then after that like not not really worry about the rest of it um yeah and so, and so I think, yeah, I'll be, I'll be at home and I'll be, I'll be at home working on my music or I'll go to Vancouver to work on music or wherever we need to do. But, um, yeah, I think I've always, uh, like I, like being on the road, being on the road is fun. And once, once I get on the road, I kind of accept my fate and think, well, this is kind of a cool job. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah, I, you know, I know there are musicians that hate being at home. They don't know what to do with themselves. And I am, I'm not that person at all. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's, there's, there's an enormous amount to do all the time, not just everyday stuff, but just, you know, in terms of writing music, you know, like, like uh, there's just, there's so much for me to do. Like, I feel like I'm never, I'm never, I'm never, I'm never waking up and thinking, oh my God, I'm out of ideas. How am I going to write another song? I'm always thinking, Christ, I have so much music to finish, <laughs> you know, like, like, like I can't, like, I can't catch up, you know, yeah. like, um, like, like, our, like our rec, our record just came out, whatever, you know, five days ago. And I'm, I'm super deep into our next record already yeah. because it's like, I'm, you know, they always take a long time and it's like, okay, if I want if I want to, if I want to put out a record a year after this one, it's essentially has to be done like two or three months after this one comes out. Right. You know, it's just the, ins- it's just the insanity of the business. So, um, yeah, I just, I just always, there's a part of me. It's just always working. You... Even though I, even, even though I'm also farting around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like thrive more off the writing and production than you would of touring? Um, I don't know. I mean, well, there's not that much to thrive off of on touring. You know, you mm-hmm. have, you have an hour and a half, two hours where you, that's, that's where you can thrive. That That's where you play your show. But then the other 22 hours of the day <laughs> is, is just sleeping or, or hanging out. Um, yeah trying to stay healthy or trying to stay sane or trying to stay fed or, um, so, uh, yeah, there's, yeah, you can, you can thrive off the shows, but the rest of it is just kind of like, I know people say, Oh, it's such hard work to be on tour. And it's like, it's not really hard work. It's just kind of slightly mind numbing at times, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's exciting for for the obvious times it's exciting but the other times it's just like having a mind numbing job you know and yeah some sometimes sometimes you're in a fun place sometimes you're like well what am i going to do with my 10 hours i'm in new york city maybe i'll go to the moma you know mm-hmm. uh sometimes there's something really cool to do or maybe i'll go see big ben i'm in london um uh, but uh yeah a lot of the time you just you know you're just kind of hanging out like when it, I would like, I really understand people who become like drug addicts when they're on the road all the time, <laughs> because I think, yeah, you know, what else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> if you're, certain... if you're, if you're 23 and you're dumb and you're on the road all the time, yeah, you're going to become a drug addict. You know? <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> oh, and, and wealthy. I forgot sure. to add in the wealthy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Um. All right. So let's talk a bit about, uh continue as a guest so like i said this is the ninth new pornographer's record though the first in a little while um you guys put one out kind of right before not right before but it feels now like it was right before covid shut everything down it it was about it was about about five or six months before i think okay and now we've waited through of course it's you know not gone but we've waited through quite a few mucked up years and now here we are with the ninth record um do you think 
the past couple of years had an impact on this record besides maybe delaying it a little? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it gave me a lot of time to think about what kind of music I wanted to make, mm-hmm. you know, because there was not, there, there was no, there was no real deadline because like, although people were putting out records, there was a feeling of like, like, why, <laughs> you know, like, why, like, why, would like, what are we going to do? Why are we rushing this record out? Like there was, because I remember we we had that we had the mass romantic and twin cinema shows planned, mm-hmm. and I remember and I remember thinking like, at the end of that was December, I guess December twenty twenty one. We were doing those shows, and I remember early in twenty one thinking like, why, like what's the point of me? <laughs> what's the point of putting out a record? You know we're 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 going to tour our new record at the same time we're doing master Mantic and twin cinema like i True. it just felt like yeah like okay those shouldn't intersect um <laughs> yeah it just after after a while i thought what what's the rush what's the rush and i guess i'm lucky i mean i guess the years were a lot if they were kind of lean years for musicians you know like a lot of people were having a tough time cuz they couldn't tour yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't the best a few years for me, but you know, I felt like we did okay, you know. Uh um, you know, my wife's job was still going. And um so it felt like okay, we're getting we're getting by. Like I it didn't it didn't feel like it didn't feel like this is absolutely necessary. Like like I have to get back out on the road, you know, you know, by whatever means, whatever it takes yeah um so it it was it was easy just and then once we had the record finished uh you know we were in between labels so you know that takes a while Mm -hmm. and then and then we finally did the deal with merge and then it's like yeah the lead up the lead up time is ridiculous (laughs) you know because because like vinyl the vinyl lead up times are insane because oh yeah yeah you know because you can't get a record made for four months, you know, Adele and Ed Sheeran are make are printing, you know, their album. So your record's going to take seven months, uh, which is, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting mad at Adele or Ed Sheeran. It's just how the business <laughs> works. Um, like I know they not, they're not personally trying to traffic jam uh, all the indie bands, uh, but yeah, it's a, it, you know, it just turns out everything takes, you know, before you know it, it's like, wow, three years passed? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> so is it safe to say then, I mean, you mentioned that it kind of gave you a moment to think about what you might want to make more than maybe usual. Um, is it safe to say that the record wouldn't have wound up this way if you had gone right back into the sort of pattern that you had been in and there was no pandemic and you just kind of made another record? Um. I think so. You know, I think I I think we just used to be a little bit more loosey goosey about what records were. Yeah. You know? Like I feel like we would just we would just start working on the record and I at some point I'd go, well, I guess this is what it is, huh? You know? <laughs> um and sometimes like I wouldn't be entirely happy with something, but I just thought, well, you know, that's where we stop working on the record, you know, like we can't work on this thing forever. 
Um, so uh, on on this record, I think I just, you know, I I, I just found myself listening to songs like tr trying to be like not a harsh critic, but just asking myself like, no, like what do I want this song to be, you know, and and just do doing that for doing that for a long time. You know, you live with the songs for a while and just think like, what what do I want this to sound like? Um, and sometimes sometimes it, it takes a while. Um, I mean, I'm in the middle of it right now. It's it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I, <laughs> I I've, I've always been a person who like. I find writing melodies, I find really easy. So. Like that's that's the part. There's a lot of parts of writing a song that aren't that easy, but writing melodies I find incredibly easy. So I, you know, I will write I will write one and I will sing it, and then I will just listen to it and I will say to myself, "No, it doesn't mm -hmm. work." Or sometimes, or sometimes I'll like it. I will think, "Oh, that's good," and then two weeks later I'll go, "No, <laughs> it's it's not working. It's it's not working. What what is it?" And then. And then I'll change it and I'll think it needs a different feel and I'll real I'll re-sing it and then it has a different melody and then I have to change the words around because I've I've changed the melody. And there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of that, just finding this finding this combination of words and performance and melody and, and rhythm and syncopation or just general vibe or groove. Just trying trying to make all those uh you know, elements work, work together yeah. and uh, yeah, it can, it can go on uh, mm. for a long time. And I, I've been telling people a lot how for me, the song is not finished until it's mixed. Like, like for me, like, like the writing, the writing is going on while I'm arranging it. The writing is going on while I'm mixing it. Like they, to me, they all feel like of a piece. So like, so when when I start recording a song, I'm not that precious about, you know, I'm not that precious about the song that I started with being the same as the song that I ended with. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I like it when sometimes I like it when it's completely reinvented, and you know, and I go back and I realize, oh yeah, I turned it into something much better. And then the other the other nightmarish side of it is when you work on the song for months and you realize you had it right at the beginning. <laughs> and you realize like all I've done is spent 2 months making it worse. Of course not that I work on the same song for 2 months, no, but you know no, it's yeah. like But yeah, it's um but it, it's a classic story that you know I don't want to become one of those people that spends 10 years on a record, you know, because those stories they're often tales of insanity you know mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's rarely they spent 10 10 years on their record and they made their masterpiece it's usually yeah they went they went off the deep end um <laughs> so i try to i try to i try to remember that even even when i feel like i'm spending too long on music um you know i, I just try and keep that balance but you know there are songs I've I've written that have taken me literally years, and again, not that I've spent a solid time working on them, but just that I started them and then I go away from them and I come back again. And at the end of it, I think, yeah, it took me it took me years to get it, 
Yeah. It took it took me it, it took me years to put all the elements together in a way that I liked. And I wish I wish it was easier, but um a lot of the times it is not. Yeah. So was production for this record different than your past records? I mean, I'm always kind of curious about the production process of new pornographer stuff just because you have so many members that kind of do have interchanging parts and different layers and different songs. And like you said, sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. So I am curious then, was it a different sort of creative process to actually literally to produce this record? It, I mean, it was, and I was, and it wasn't, it wasn't like I stepped in and said, I'm going to be the producer. You don't get to be the producer. It was a situation where I felt like I had to be, I had to be that guy, you know? Yeah. Um, like, like, I mean, like John has always done a lot of production on our records and, you know, and he, obviously he did, a, he did a bunch of stuff on this record, but it was at a time when like, okay, well, we were in this pandemic, like we're, we're, you know, we live, you know, at the best of times, we live 2,500 miles apart. You know, <laughs> I live in Woodstock and and he lives on the West Coast. And, uh, and so th there was that, but also like he has a, he has a daughter, like he has a daughter who I think just turned four. Mm -hmm. So he, so he, he essentially, when we were making this record, he basically had a baby, he had a toddler. So like we had to, like the way we work had had to change you know um like i i had to i don't know i had i had to do a lot more it was interesting at the, and at the same time at the same time like dan was making labyrinthitis but like the his his methods for destroyer i guess are like different than the pornographers because i feel like dan could just take his songs and just give it to john you know <laughs> like i think like he does i think he, i think he took those songs and said john just go crazy so john so john could just sit at home with his his toddler with his baby and like work on labyrinthitis you right. know when he when he had a chance when he wasn't changing diapers or whatever or you know playing with her uh or other things feeding her maybe <laughs> uh but uh yeah, I think for for the pornographers, like I'm I'm obviously so so involved in in every step of the every step of the way that uh yeah, I I I just had to like I had to become a, a producer, which was which was fun, which was fun to do, but also uh, you know, because I, because it's not my wheelhouse. I think it probably took me a lot longer than it would take a real producer, you know, yeah. because uh, I was, you know, a lot, a lot of it was just kind of experimenting and going like, you know, how about this? How about this? And at the end of it, I realized like, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm actually better. I'm better at this than I give myself credit for, <laughs> uh, you know, cause at, at the, at the heart of it, you know, I mean, the idea of a producer, it's a pretty amorphous term. Like, what is it? Nobody even knows what a producer does. You know, we know what an engineer does, but uh, a producer, it's kind of it's kind of formless. Um, but I, you know, I learned I learned that, like, if you just think it sounds cool, then then it works, you know, <laughs> like a, like that, that famous interview with um, Rick Rubin. You know, 
it was it was all over the internet a few months ago where he said, I don't know anything about, you know, I don't have any technical ability. I'm not an engineer. Uh and I, I totally understood what he was saying. Was it like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you know, like an important an important part of making records is just knowing what you like. Uh, you know, and and that it comes back to arrangement or, you know, just turning things on and off, EQing things in different ways until you finally go, there it is, you know, you know, there it is. I found it. That's it. That's yeah. what it should sound like. Is there any sort of like central set of ideas or sort of ethos behind this record? Like conceptually or, or thematically? Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, um, I hate to talk about the whole shutdown and the pandemic and all the isolation mm-hmm. because I feel like it's the most obvious thing, but it was hard to avoid. It was, and I feel like that, that theme does run through the record. And, and it made me, it made me question, um, it made me question about, you know, my place just in the world. Like, do I, it made me think sometimes maybe it's not so bad to be just isolated. Like maybe it's, maybe it's good to be separate. Um, especially looking at some of the ugliness that's going on mm-hmm. in the world. Um, I thought to myself, like, you know, maybe this, maybe my quiet life here in Woodstock is, um, is the way to go. I mean, I think it's an idea that's been on my mind for years and years, but I think, uh, you know, because I, th- I think it's a very common thing for somebody who's been living in cities to think, I want to get away from it all. I want to live the quiet life. And, and here I am, I've, I've done it. I'm, I am living the quiet life out here in a, in a small town. And, uh, and I'm thinking like, yeah, maybe, Maybe it works. Yeah. Um, so, so there is a there is a a vague theme of just like you know fading away off into the sunset, which I uh, I hope doesn't sound negative. I think it's <laughs> it's very um I think it's I think it's kind of hopeful. Um, you know that that's why I like the title "Continue as a Guest." Um, mm-hmm. Just you know. And be- feeling that way about a lot of things, feeling that way about just continuing with music that um, like, I'm happy to make music, but I don't, I don't need to be a part. I don't need to be a part of some musical zeitgeist. I don't need to be, I don't need to be the new thing. I don't need to be the most popular thing. I don't need to be the most loved thing. Like right. just, you know, appreciate, appreciate what I'm, what I'm doing, you know, uh, I try, you know, trying to be, <laughs> trying to be positive. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just approaching self-actualization. I don't know. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> Pro- probably, no, nah, that couldn't be possible. Nah, I'm, pro- can, I'm probably getting say pro- it's possible. I'm, pro- I'm probably getting further away. I don't know. You sound relatively actualized to me. <laughs> I mean, I know. You know, sometimes it's easier to picture what you should be than to actually live it. You mm. know, um, I, I guess, 
I guess this in this record, I'm I'm more theorizing what I want to be, M- more you know, not necessarily what I am, um, but something 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 that you strive to be, you know. Like yeah. I think the first song really, re- the first song really really light, uh, really I think communicates that. Um, it, it was it was the idea of like, yeah, yeah, things are very stressful right now, but like aspiring to. Uh, a point in the future where it's like, yeah, we're just, we're just talking about the weather. <laughs> we're t- yeah. we're just talking about the weather and and things are light and we're not we're not worried about any of this other bullshit. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's like I, you know, there's that. Isn't there a? It's like a famous curse, a fa- a famous Asian curse. May you live in interesting times. Oh, um, I know that. Yeah, so it's uh yeah, just wanting to live in boring times. Yeah, it's funny. Wanting, because, wanting, like, what were you gonna say? No, go on. I was gonna say it is sort of interesting to hear you talk about this because I feel like the boring times and like boring conversations and like talking about the weather, like that that's sort of an old sort of cliche of like not having anything interesting to say, but now we're at a point where maybe we are kind of longing for that because there's Mm -hmm. almost there's too much interesting going on i mean every single day there's something happening you know like capital h happening and i mean maybe maybe those those boring conversations are where where we need to go and and there's also the fact that you know like i have i have a son i have an 11 year old son and i feel like it's it's like it's like you you want to protect your kids from all this ugly bullshit in the world yeah and and you know and that and that's something you just kind of need to do so i feel like whatever whatever i'm thinking there is a part of my life where just the practicality of my life is like our child needs to be protected you know like like our child does not need to know how ugly the world is Mm -hmm. you know um or you know not that we need to keep it all from him but he doesn't need to be inundated with it constantly you know um and you know so you have to protect them from the internet and we have to protect ourselves from the internet um yeah it's weird it's like it's like we're in we're kind of in a a very boring dystopian sci-fi novel you know (laughs) like like a lot of the ideas that we're 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 all struggling with are they they were science fiction not that long ago you know like like the idea of of social media messing with our brains you know like mm-hmm. the 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 idea of technology causing depression you know the the idea of technology being a source of of violence and and, and intolerance um yeah we're we're in a we're in a badly written dystopian novel. I know. And it's just like the longest fucking novel. <laughs> hmm So um yeah, so it's 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 and it's hard to avoid that stuff. Um yeah. like like the song, the song Pontius Pilots Home Movies, you know, it's basically a song about social media, but I feel kind of lame saying, Yeah, I wrote the song about social media, but at the same time it's such a huge part of our life. You know, it's, 
Yeah. There there are things there are things that are so hard to avoid and to just write songs that are like I love you or you broke my heart. Uh it just feels it works for other people but to me it just feels like bullshit like who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like in, in I mean, I hate to be the guy to see this, but to say this, but, you know, I feel like, yeah, there are bigger things in the world. I don't care about your feelings right now. I mean mm. that in the, not in the magus, not in the magus sense, <laughs> you know, just like, like, I, I know everybody's hearts are breaking endlessly and people are falling in love endlessly. And I know that, yeah, so it makes sense that people would have an endless appetite for that stuff. But, um, I, you know, for me, I think, uh i'm that's not what i'm seeing like it's like that's that's not what i'm seeing in my life it's you know the the love and i mean there are songs on this record that are kind of love songs but they are they are love songs about figuring out how to love when you know in in circumstances that are are tough or yeah figuring out how to love when you've been together for a long time and you're everything's not exciting and new like things you know it's it's a lot of work you know you 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 re, you you're just doing the work of being in a relationship and like all these things that you know are are kind of interesting i i think you know yeah. like like the rea- like that that re- that reality of like every everything is work you know um like i remember my uh my father-in-law saying like yeah like a relationship is like you know like this is somebody who's been in you know with the same person for 40 years like it's the hardest thing you'll ever do <laughs> you know it's yeah it's 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 not it's not always it's not always easy it's you know you're so I think, but uh, but obviously that doesn't mean it's a terrible thing. It's like I have a, I love I love making music, but it's not super easy for me. You know, I still find myself struggling. Like I, I the song's not working. Why is it not working? And you think, yeah. well, okay, I I have to make it work. And you know, and I think, yeah, you have to approach that with most things in life that you love. You have to approach that in your marriage you have to approach that being a parent um like yeah this is this is tough but this is i have to i have to figure this out we have to make it work and so um i think there's i think there's a lot of that <laughs> like a lot of that that i think that general feeling kind of runs through the record yeah i i don't i don't know if you can i don't know if i communicated it clearly but i think that <laughs> that general that that general vibe is is there yeah no you communicated great and now it's going to make me want to go back through and listen again and look for clues (laughs) well i mean i think there i think there are some songs that to me seem very obvious you know like um in that respect like um firework in the falling snow i mean the chorus is whatever you're selling i'll take it all Mm. which is which is basically another way of saying you know like I'm in this for the long haul. Um, or um, Last and Beautiful. I mean, the whole the whole formula of the song is like, 
I was going to do this in my life. I was going to do this in my life. I was going to do this, but I don't want to do it by myself. Come with me. Yeah. Um, which I think is a, is a pretty straight ahead uh, sentiment. Um, and I wanted it to have a very straight ahead sentiment. Um, I mean, I'm try- I, think, I think that's another thing that's changed on this record. Like I've wanted, I've wanted to be, even though I'm still, I think I still write in a kind of oblique way. I think I wanted, I wanted to write, I wanted it to be clearer. Yeah. Like I, I wanted, I wanted people to at least listen to a song and, and feel what it was about, even if they don't understand every line. I like, I, I, I wanted them to like, you know, I wanted to communicate a feeling uh, more than, more than usual. Um, you know, you know, in the past, I think I just wanted to, I just wanted to make a cool song. You know, and I didn't I didn't care if it made sense, you know, yeah. because I didn't think of myself as a, you know, a representational artist. You know, I, I've always thought of myself as, you know, more like a surrealist, you know, like if I if I was a painter, I wouldn't be painting landscapes. You know, I would be, you know, I would be a cubist or an impressionist or whatever. Right. Um, so. So on this record, I think I was trying to move a little, a little more into something that felt new to me, but um, it's not that new. Just trying to, just trying to be a little clearer. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe have have songs that have something closer to a narrative to them, which I've done in, the, I have done in the past, but you know, not, not all the time. Yeah. Um, So uh, last thing I want to ask quickly about before we have to go. Um, so I I was a big fan of your last solo record, um, Shut Down the Streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you chuckle. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not chuckling. I was just cle- <laughs> I was I was I was just clearing my throat. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, is that was a while ago at this point? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. I think it was ten or eleven years ago. Is is that? Is solo AC Newman stuff something that's kind of only it only happens when it needs to happen? Is it is it ever going to happen again? <laughs> I don't I don't think it will happen again. Okay. Uh, or if it if I do something out of the band, I'm not sure it will have that name. Yeah. It's it's conceivable I might you know want to do another project. I might feel inspired, but I don't think I would call it AC Newman. I think I would probably want. I would probably want it to be another like group effort. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I would, I would, I would, I would, even if I was writing all the songs, I think I would, I would want to just bring in a different group of people. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, there's never, there was never a huge stylistic difference mm-hmm. between my solo records and the pornographers. So I don't know. At, at some point I just thought, yeah, why not just do pornographers records? <laughs> like, uh, like they're, it's a, it's, it feels horrible to say it, but they're kind of like, they're worth more, you know, like, like it takes, it takes a lot of effort um, for me to make a record and yeah. to, to spend so much time on a record that's probably going to sell like one quarter or one fifth of what a pornographer's record would sell feels like, you know, yeah, if it comes out quickly, sure, I will do it. But if I, if I have to spend a lot of time on something, I'm probably going to do a, a pornographer's record instead. 
Yeah. That makes sense. Like, like I really, it honestly, the reason I made a solo album to begin with was because um, we finished electric version and Nico basically said, okay, I'm touring the entirety of 2004. So I can't do anything. So we, we only did two gigs in 2004 and I thought, well, shit, I should do something. So I, I knew by the, by the time we were, by the time electric version came out, I knew that we were just going to do one tour and that was it. So I, I immediately came home from that electric version tour and just started. I think we came, we came home from that tour in like August, maybe August of 2003. And by, by Christmas, I'd finish, um, you know, slow wonder. Cause mm. I thought I got to do something <laughs> like I got to do something in 2004, <laughs> you know, because it's not going to be any pornographer stuff happening. And then that record ended up, it ended up doing well, which, which helps. It was, you know, I put out a record and it got, it got a really good reaction. So I thought, okay, well maybe I should do this again. Yeah. Uh, at, at some point, even though it was, it was five years later before I did it. Um, it's the same reason there was ever more pornographers records. Like we made mass romantic and I didn't think there was going to be a second one, but then people liked it. So I thought, okay, I guess I'll make <laughs> another one. Um, but then you know, basically shut down the streets. I, you know, I feel, I feel happy about it, but it didn't do very well. And mm. the tour I did, the tour I did, like, didn't, you know, the shows didn't do that well. So I thought, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, why, like, why am I putting, why am I punishing myself? Um, so I thought, yeah, maybe I'll just go back to the band. And then, you know, the next record was, was Brill Bruisers, which was, uh, which was a, a very fun record to make. And yeah, it was a very successful record. So it made me think, yeah, stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, why not? <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Well, Continue as a Guest is out now. I don't usually get to say that. It's out now um, on Merge, your first Merge record. Um, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it is cool. They they're, seem like good people. Um, the, yeah, they're, run... they're, they're awesome. So everyone go listen to it, um, buy it, <laughs> go see a show, <laughs> please, yes. please keep music alive, please. Um, and thank you, Carl. Thank you for talking to me today. I, uh, yeah, I was excited to talk to you cause I'd been listening to the record for a couple of days now. So I was, uh, it's getting into it. So I'm glad that we were able to get into it. So thank you for your time. Oh, cool. Okay. Thanks. Nice talking to you. You too. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.